Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us on the Weekly Standard is Fred Barnes. Fred, how are you? I'm fine. I have to say, I, I, I'm so glad to see you. And every time we're together, you rub my shoulders uncomfortably, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> but uh, we'll get to Joe Biden in just a second. I want to ask you about the two big names in presidential politics right now, Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton, Jeb Bush. Jeb mm-hmm. gave a big speech today, but a poll showed that when voters think about representing the past versus the future... Hillary is about evenly split past and future, mm-hmm. whereas Jeb Bush, two to one, people say he's the past. I would guess they were both names of the past. Where are we uh, this early on in 2016, Fred? Well, we're at a, at a, a point where uh, polls don't matter much. Uh, we're still waiting to see who's going to run. Uh, but Hillary and Jeb Bush are heavyweights, and they both appear uh, that they're going to run. So uh, there is something there. I'm surprised that Jeb, who is, has always been, I think, the most forward-looking of the three Bushes, uh, the father, the, uh, the brother, and now Jeb, but uh, he, he hasn't polled well. You know, what's even more appalling for him, I think, or harmful to him, is that so many Republicans have decided now that he's not a conservative. Uh, and he is a conservative. You look at his record, which is the, the most important way to tell. Uh, his record is governor of Florida, and he was a conservative, a reformer, uh, uh, someone who uh, uh, did amazing things, very, a tax cutter, a uh, school reformer. Um, and, but nobody seems to perceive that now. He's going to have to change uh, the way at least conservatives viewing. And I just wonder, this, you know, uh, I, I will confess, I'm not a big Bush guy. I, I'm a Jesse mm-hmm. Jackson Republican, stay out the Bushes. Uh, in fact, I've, I even ran, I even helped Pat Buchanan run against his dad mm-hmm. in 1992. Well, that, was said a critical, that, that was a critical race in New Hampshire, which after that it meant mm-hmm. that Bush was going to have an, easel, an even harder time uh, being reelected. You know, one of the things you don't want going into a presidential campaign if, if you're uh, the incumbent or even, uh, but especially if you're the incumbent as Bush was, you don't want a challenger. Well, it's interesting because, you know, H.W. Uh, Bush obviously was a war hero and mm-hmm. a, a man who, you know, dedicated his life to public service. He served by uh, Ronald Reagan and was loyal to Reagan, even when he thought Reagan was wrong. Turns out Bush was wrong, but still, you know, that, that, that's great. But my argument in 1992, and here I am as a kid, and now here I am a little bit mm-hmm. older making the same argument, it's he's the wrong man for the moment. Mm-hmm. And that H.W. was just, it just didn't matter what he said. He didn't reflect where the Republican Party was or where mm-hmm. America was. And I would argue that that's Jeb's problem is that the combination of his patrician name and standing and image plus his uh, insistence that he wants to fight with the base on issues like illegal immigration he's mm-hmm. just his moment has passed if he had run in 2012 or 2008 that'd be one thing but it's just now is not the time you know i sort of half disagree with you uh one thing i do think he uh, uh, uh ideologically and policy wise and so on uh, jeb is a person for the time and someone who I think would make a good president. And, and when you look at his record uh, as governor of Florida, which actually ended in 2007, maybe that's too long ago, he was forward-looking, a reformer, uh, and was a great governor in a state that's hard to govern. Uh, but who knows about that? I wrote about it, so I remember. I, I wrote about him as the best governor in the country, which he was then. But, you know, in, in political time, that's a long time ago. And he has not gotten out uh well what kind of a republican he is 
uh, and that his record is 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 very meaningful. Uh, the reason I'm only half uh, disagreeing with you is I don't understand what in the world he thinks he's gaining from saying he's going to run against the base uh, in the primaries. I don't think that gets you anywhere. You don't have to be the darling of the base, but why why pick on them? Because it's in primaries and caucus states uh, where the base uh, is most important and most influential. So, you know, that may make him uh, sound nice to reporters who would cover him if he had the nomination in the in the uh, general election but in the short run and it's the short run that matters uh before you have the nomination um it's uh, counterproductive i just don't get it well it's i see it fred as the same strain of whatever's in the the blood of john mccain that john mccain never misses an opportunity to fight with republicans it's like it's he's trying to prove (laughs) something and we all know that you know john mccain who i used to refer to as the uh designated republican of the new york times editorial page if jeb bush wants to hold that territory he can but we all know the media is going to turn on jeb the same way they i mean you could for the media once the general election starts it they don't care if it's jeb bush mike huckabee it doesn't matter they're going to go 100 percent guns blazing to destroy him meanwhile he'll have annoyed the base that should rally around to defend him and i see this is dole mccain romney all over again yeah, well, maybe so. I mean, we've already seen a, a piece, I forget where it was, but that uh, about what a juvenile delinquent was, uh, Jeb was when he was in prep school. So, you know, they did that on Romney. Remember, he was a terrible kid when he was at right. Cranmont Private School in Detroit. And uh, uh, sure, they're going to do that stuff. Uh, but as I say, I don't understand why he would be so explicit about I'm running against the base. Now let's talk about another person who Mm -hmm. doesn't seem to match the moment and that's Hillary Clinton and the Mm -hmm. news has come out in the last 24 hours that the Clinton initiative project whatever it is, I I personally think uh, Fred that they're responsible for that island in the show Lost where everything disappears but whatever, (laughs) whoever they are they're now openly soliciting taking money from Mm -hmm. countries around the the Mm -hmm. world from governments around the world including governments that are problematic Mm -hmm. which you'd think if we are in kind of a populist, you know, uh, the the people with power failed us, you know, 2008 mm. and the, the market failing, the failure of the Obama administration to address the underlying problems, you know, the, the, the failures in foreign policy. Mm. If you're looking for kind of the reformist take on the insider guys, how does Hillary Clinton plan on squaring the, yeah, I've got a big sack of money from the Sultan of Brunei and I'll be heading to mm. the White House now. <laughs> Look, there's only one explanation uh, for this, and and it explains some of the other activities by the Clintons, and that is they want the money. There's a lot of money out there, and they they want it. And whether it's unethical, as this obviously is, in uh, if you're running for president and you're raising money from foreign governments to uh, for your foundation, uh, there is a rather uh, vivid uh, conflict of interest there. It's unethical, it's corrupt, uh, and it's Clintonian. Uh, so uh, I think this may come back and bite them, uh, but now they're piling up. This is the thing about Hillary that I think is uh, uh, going to be very uh, much of a restraint on on whether she runs or not. Uh, I mean, I expect she will, but but not necessarily. The things are piling up. You mean her husband in that sex scandal with that guy in Florida, whose island he had visited right. many times, and and all and all the money problems and the two hundred thousand dollars speeches. I give speeches. If I gave one of those a year, I'd retire. But she gave, <laughs> but, she gave but she gave a lot of. I'd retire for the rest of my life if, in speech making if I had one of those. The uh, so well. <clears throat> 
and, and then there's Benghazi, which is still unresolved, maybe not a big problem for her. Then there's her health. Uh, then there's her lackluster uh, term as, as Secretary of State. Uh, and how is she going to differentiate herself uh, from Obama's policy? She's got many, many problems, and, and this just adds another one, raising money from foreign governments and, foreign, and foreigners. Well, it's never a problem having you on the podcast, Fred. We really appreciate your time. Thanks so much. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.